Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Aquarian Mind Podcast. Today's podcast episode number 85. I'm your host, Jamel Crothers. It's Mondays with Mello, and today I want to kind of go down a little bit of a different road. Um, today I want to talk about the conversations I have with my primary care doctor. So uh, for those um, who have, you know, primary care doctors who they go to see on a every year basis, quite sure uh, you guys uh, do catch up, have conversations, things like that. So um, I'm going to kind of delve into um, the relationship I have with my primary care doctor who has pretty much known me since I was, what, maybe 11, 12 years old. So she's pretty much known me the majority of my life. And we talked about following your passion. And um, pretty much we really had an engaging conversation the last time I saw her. And she goes through the whole process of asking me how my life is going, if I'm stressed, depressed, things I'm dealing with and going through. Um, but definitely she's someone who cares about her patients and really takes time to ask about their lives and even the goals that they have. Um, she'll ask, you know, what you're working on. And we got we got to talking about what I'm currently doing and what I'm working on, you know, books, blogs, growing my growing my author brand, podcasts, things of that nature. And she always knew how passionate I was about sports and how I wanted to make it in that area in that arena. And that day I showed her one of my books and I gave her one of my business cards when I used to have, you know, the business cards that you make on um on websites and things of that nature. I don't do that anymore. I have I have an electronic business card. I guess that's it, that became the new trend and a new thing. So that's what people are kind of going with now. But anyway, she was so happy for me, and she said that she was so happy and excited to you know see and know um, that I'm doing something that I love. And she heard the passion in my voice and how I was talking about my books and how she knew that this was definitely going to be my future. And our conversation transitioned into talking about, you know, her patients and, you know, some of the patients who she sees who are younger than me. And she's had conversations with them and their lives and what they want to do. And she told me that most of them are doing things that they don't want to do. And they're only doing it because their parents told them to. She said that most of the parents are immigrants and they came to America for their child to accomplish their goals and dreams. But my doctor told me that these parents want their kids to accomplish the goals and dreams that they have for them, which is unfair in a lot of ways. And it got me to thinking that, you know, parents, most of them are baby boomers and think that their child should work jobs that are a safety net. And, you know, the ones that, you know, have medical benefits, a guaranteed 401k, and a pension. So kids that are born from, let's say, 1980 and on pretty much seem to be rebels and go against the grain in today's society. And it's because our minds have developed so much and we're all multi-talented and have so many different passions. I'm the prime example of that. I mean, I graduated college and, um, you know, I was pretty much wet behind the ears 
and didn't know how this world worked and how it operated and things of that nature. I just was gung-ho on making it in sports. I was going to be the next sports analyst, um, you know, commentating basketball games, or I was going to be the next, you know, host on a sports TV show or something of that nature. And I was pretty much chasing that, I would say, probably about five or six years, you know, in my 20s. And then, you know, I was working in sports and I, you know, was a basketball referee. I worked in sports retail. I've worked for some major sports, you know, companies that are well known around the world, things of that nature. I'm not going to sit here and run through my resume and talk about all the big name companies I've worked for. It does not matter. It it looks good on paper, but in hindsight, it's um, what you love and what you're passionate about. So anyway, when I got into my 30s, early 30s, um, I was in a transitional period of whether I stay in trying to make it as a basketball referee or do I really dig deep and try to find out what I'm supposed to do with my life. And that's when, you know, God spoke to me and said, look, you're talented at writing. I gave you this talent and gift at 13 and it's time for you to start utilizing it. And that's when I realized that it was time for me to change and move into that realm. Now, anyway, today's world is really full of opportunities and lots of them. And when you really look at it from a broader perspective, social media has become a platform so for so many people to utilize their talents and abilities. From Facebook to YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, now TikTok, and plenty of others, there are opportunities everywhere to show what you're made of. Now, people are obviously intrigued by your daily lives more than ever. And I'm amazed sometimes at how many random people are interested in, you know, the short poems that I write about my life or situations and things that I'm dealing with and going through in my mind or how people are just intrigued by, you know, and just these are strangers. They're intrigued by your writing and what you're doing and how you tell stories and things of that nature. Basically, um, what, you know, my doctor and what I'm trying to say is, is please Don't let your talents and abilities go to waste because you're forced to work on nine to five to survive. Um, I created um, something of 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 substance, at least to me, um, for my clothing line. And it's it's more in relation to um, living and striving for greatness rather than existing and it's so important that we live our lives, we don't just exist. And there's a big difference. A lot of people think they're living their lives, but they're not. They're really existing. And existing means you're just living a life of monotony. You're not, you really don't have anything big as far as goals. And you, you just are comfortable in the position that you're in. And pretty much in regards to me, um, if you guys don't know by now, I have a job where I only work four days a week and I work only 35 hours a week and to have the salary that I have and be able to do that and also be able to focus on all of the other things that I want to do so I don't have to do that for the rest of my life. Um, it's really impactful and significant. Now, have I had opportunities to leave where I'm currently working and go somewhere else? Yeah, I have somewhat, but to walk away from that, it's very, very hard to do that. 
especially when you have three-day weekends. You have Friday, I have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to really do what I need to do. And when there's all these discussions of corporate America having a four-day work week, I'll tell you, I'll put it to you like this. It works for me. And it will work for plenty of other people. Now, you know, the place that I work at, there is literally five of us that have that four-day work schedule out of over, what, 200 people in the company. So to be one of five, I count my blessings. That's all I can say. And that includes managers, supervisors, et cetera. You know, there's two supervisors and there's four. Okay, so honestly, there's six of us. Yeah, six of us, including the supervisors that have that four-day work schedule. Think about that. Six out of over, let's just, for me, I'm going to take an educated cast and say there's about 215 of us in a company. So six out of 215, you're one of those people. I count my blessings. But the point is, is that my doctor is very happy that um, people are striving for what they're great at and what they're good at, and they're not living a life of mediocrity and comfort. And she treats a lot of patients that are where she's from. She's from the Philippines. So there aren't a, a whole slew of Filipino doctors in just overall in this country, but just in New York alone, because that's where I'm from. So what she's really you know, trying to say is, is stop wasting your life doing things that are not going to be beneficial to you. And I have gone to great lengths to do podcasts that talk about regrets. And I just hope that a lot of you guys decide, look, I'm going to do what I need to do for myself and I'm going to follow my passions. And don't limit yourself and do what you want. Because honestly, parents aren't going to teach you how to um, work toward owning your own business or building your own brand and things of that nature. The 80s babies, the late 70s, 80s babies, and 90s people, we're going to be the ones that are going to pass the, that on to them um, for to our kids and our kids' kids and whatever the case is on being an entrepreneur and running your own show and doing whatever, doing whatever the hell you really want to do with yourself. Parents are really there to be cautious and make sure that you don't fall in your butt. And a lot of parents weren't, weren't taught um, a lot of things. And that's why I'm really not upset at my parents for not telling me all of the talents and gifts that I'm blessed with to utilize them to the best of my ability. So... Um, to be really honest, love and live the life that you want or else you'll get old. And like I said, you'll continually have regrets and you don't want that. So with that said, that's my podcast for today. I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, stay tuned for more content this week. Be good, everyone, and go accomplish your goals.